Shout out to my buddy Peter Perkins for that intro music. And it would not be a ride the vibe without my friend Waheed Gomes and his generosity and the brilliant studio get the blessed to broadcast from DRS ATL right here in Roswell, Georgia, the seventh largest city in the state of Georgia. Thank you so much, Waheed. And I am super stoked to have on the show today, Andrew Saltz with the band Jam, J-A-M. And if you have not experienced the tasteful mix of Jam, you are missing out. Jam delivers a high-quality one to punch of your greatest favorite hits, not overplayed in the live circuit, as well as a full catalog of their own originals. Cool as that. And unless you witness them, or after you witness them, rather, <laughs> we'll have to help you up, dust you off, and welcome you to our ever-growing community. It will be a night to remember. Love it. Andrew, welcome. Hey, man. Thanks so much for having me. Go oh. Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a North Carolina yeah. boy, right? You're. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. You're on the bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> hard, hard not to be. Well, so delighted to have you on the show. And for uh, your Thank fans you. that are legion and growing, and the way we roll, Rye the Vibe, is... is We'd like to uh, suggest that listeners sit back in a comfortable environment because it's a podcast. And, you know, it's basically like, a, you know, a, an audio liner notes, if you will, right? Which we don't have anymore. So we're going to play six of your songs, not all the way through because we want people to go out and buy them or go see you live or all of the above. Uh, and then we're just going to chat about the songs. And we uh, ask folks to get a beverage of their choice here in the studio Waheed and I are uh, featuring a little product from uh, Drinkmate, which is a cool, innovative company out of Michigan. And they're the uh, Carbonate Anything Beverage Maker. So if you're looking for a way to get off that toxic, evil sugar and get yourself uh, into a mode where you don't have to keep recycling containers, Drinkmate will sparkle whatever you have with this uh, neat little system. So check them out, Drinkmate. Um, and we're encouraging uh, all your listeners to get a little uh, drink mate product, uh, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> so at any rate, we'll talk, uh, talk about the evolution of jam from salty dog and, uh, kick us off if you would. Um, yeah. So we started, uh, salty dog, uh, the band salty dog, uh, me and, uh, our original drummer, uh, a man by the name of John Sutton about a decade ago. Wow. And, um, you know, it kind of just started as something that I dreamed up when I was probably like 15 years old. Yeah. And uh, I was still like in high school, you know, and I was going around with another band, but I was kind of just starting to cut my teeth on uh, the, the business and traveling, playing around and doing uh, music professionally. But I, I wanted to start my own band yeah. and uh, it actually like took four years just to get a group of guys together uh, working together mm -hmm. to go out and do our first show, which was in 2017. Mm. Um, and we actually did it on Halloween night in 2017. So oh, wow. it was kind of like a, a big, a big thing for me. And we actually, we were really successful. We, we mm -hmm. did a sold out show to about, uh, I think it was, uh, I want to say about 700 people. Wow. Um, but that was just kind of like a big, a big night. And then, yeah. you know, it was still an uphill journey from there. So we kind of, uh, we had a band uh, finally after four years of trying, yeah. and uh, of course people came and went, and then <laughs> so often happens, on, right? Yeah. yeah. From then on, I was just kind of trying to 
see, I originally started as R&B, yeah. kind of like a Motown soul kind yeah. of vibe. Yeah. And so we did a lot of top 40, and we didn't have any originals at the time, so mm-hmm. it was mostly covers. But uh, we kind of went from there to writing. And I was doing most of the writing, but I always wanted to have a group of guys to write with yeah. Um, yeah. to keep me in line, you know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I just, I wanted to kind of get ahead of things, but uh, I, I didn't really have the right lineup at the time. Yeah. So I knew that, um, but I just was, you know, having to kind of deal with the cards that I was dealt. Sure. Kind of, and uh, uh, just progress from there with uh, who I had. Yeah. And uh, so we've had guys come and go, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've all been great, man. I, I know originally we had a fellow by the name of Dave Coviello on keyboard. Mm-hmm. See, I used to not play keyboard really at all. Oh, I, mean, I was just, uh, just a vocalist. Just a vocalist. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, uh, Dave was really cool. His uh, wife went to school with Karen Carpenter. Oh, nice. And uh, so they're, they're just really cool folks. And yeah. he actually... Had been playing since I think, uh, he, uh, I want to say early '60s. Yeah. Um, but like we, we kind of started the band with uh, John, the drummer, and uh, really got things kind of going. But then, you know, my mom has always been around for insight, you know, and mm-hmm. she's kind of been my other half of my brain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. She was like, "Why don't you just play keys? Yeah. Why don't you just branch out a little bit and, uh, you know." Not that it's about uh, money, but like, uh, you know, it would be one less person to split, you know, earnings. Mom, the wisdom of a mother. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I was just starting out. So I was like, yeah. Oh, man, I've never thought of that. Got to be parsimonious. Such a simplistic thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just had never thought, I guess, that far into the the business side of things back then. Um, But I kind of switched things up and I took it upon myself to kind of, just get everything the way that I originally had envisioned with yeah, John. Yeah. Um, and when COVID struck, uh, John had to step down from the band and mm-hmm. uh, had a job that really just required a lot from him. Mm-hmm. And uh, our original guitarist um, had already came and went. So our our second guitarist in the band uh, was who really kind of stayed in the band with me for about uh, eight to eight to ten years wow. uh, you know somewhere in there a lot of long time um, he was there. he came a little bit after we started but uh it felt like he had always been there and he yeah. was like a brother to me uh, mm. and caleb was a really good guitar player mm-hmm. and somebody that really helped me start writing the music the way that i kind of heard it with other people's yeah. input yeah um and really started kind of kick-starting i love it a group of guys that would participate, not just kind of sit back and yeah, write everything. Yeah, you do it all. Which was really nice. Did, um, but did, during COVID, they both kind of had to step away. Uh, yeah. And uh, so I started uh, everything pretty much over. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where we introduced the the new guys yeah. and the lineup that I have now. And yeah. uh, it's been such a blessing, man. And the I want to, yeah, and I want to talk about the new lineup. A long did, one. Did Salty Dog, did you all ever release an album or CD or... Yeah, so we, um, about, I want to say five years ago, um, I think it was, we started on, uh, well, I had the band, and we wanted to start on like an album, Yeah. but they really weren't able to donate their own time and uh, money towards any kind of project like that. They just wanted to be involved, yeah. which was fine with me. Right, right. So I started a, kind of like a, uh, uh Envision that I had mm-hmm. um, on the burner for many years, and it was just an EP that I called Essence, mm-hmm. and um, I put it out uh, when I was in college. Okay. I went to uh, Appalachian, yeah, and uh, Gaston Community College, and mm-hmm. I just I was in uh, radio and production and uh, yeah. uh, uh, all of that, and so we had the studio there at the college, mm-hmm. you know, and so I recorded the the EP. It was just a batch of demos, yeah. Um, at the college for free oh, nice. <laughs> um, in between classes. And the way that <laughs> yeah, you'll get a kick out of this, the way that I actually kind of had feedback on what I was doing was my professor, um, you know, he obviously had radio and uh, just production experience. Sure. So I just had him grade whenever we had a test or like a, a project, 
I would just use my music from the demo uh-huh. as your um, as, as your my tough. project. Yeah, nice. <laughs> he would give me a grade so you and feedback. Kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, exactly. Very smart. Very smart. Well, you got so the that's kind of when I started picking up some uh, some uh, ideas and yeah, because he was I giving you the feedback anymore. You know. Sure. Well, that, you know, I, I actually started I, thinking. I went out into the, you know, the the net to try to or, uh, find Salty Dog, and I found a Salty Dog uh-huh. out of California. Right, a band, the band, which, right? And see, that was the thing we we kind of noticed about five years into the name that you, we were like, oh boy, there's like, <laughs> there's like hundreds. Oh, it oh. says just a lot. Yeah, and I, so little short side note here: we went to the the beach. Um, last year, it was like the last kind of uh, run of shows that we did out of North Carolina, yeah. outside of North Carolina. Yeah. And uh, there was a Salty Dog band down oh, there. Oh, there was. Wow. And so they dropped uh, on the news, you know, the like the events calendar for the town yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and we saw in the hotel before, before the show, we were getting ready. And we saw on the TV like <laughs> that we were supposed to be at a place <laughs> at like six that we never book. <laughs> And I was like, whoops. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. Not good. So it was just kind of this thing where we we started the band and we we knew the name yeah. had been used uh, yeah. uh, pretty much all over the place. Well, um, this one but, in California seemed like they had gotten some pretty good notoriety. I, di- I didn't go oh, to Oh, yeah. yeah. Once I recognized it wasn't you, I, I said, well, <laughs> I, I don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Well, I think we ought to uh, hear a little Lights Out, which is your debut single. It came out, yes. what, November 25th? And this yeah. is with Jam. And I want to talk about the mates in the band and then the name and all good things Jam when we, uh, after we come back from hearing this great song, Lights Out. Lights Out is described as a modern rock breakup banger tinged with rebellious grunge style of the 90s, a track not to be skipped on. It doesn't overstay its welcome. And we only played just a little bit, y'all, because we want you to go out and buy it and want you to go hear Jam live. Love it, uh, Andrew. So talk about that song. That's your debut. And uh, talk about the band Jam, your new mates. And the that's... Uh, that track is going to be on a, an extended project, I think EP or an album, as I, as I understand. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's kind of in the works right now. Uh, we have uh, a, a EP in the works right now that yeah. we've kind of just uh, started from scratch here with the, with the new lineup. And yeah. uh, it's, uh, 
some of the guys from the last, uh, I guess, year um, of Salty Dog. But we have uh, uh, a buddy of mine on guitar. He's uh, the the new fresh guitarist, and he's yeah. uh, he's killer. And um, if people go and get the track, listen to the track, they'll hear they'll definitely hear him on that song. That's uh, Austin. He's uh, Austin Blakely. Yeah, yeah. Austin Blakely um, from Winston. Mark Bumgarner. Right? Winston. And, yeah. Winston. Yeah. Nice. Winston Salem. Yeah. Uh, Mark Bumgarner on bass, yeah. uh, Jeremy Hambrick on drums, and then myself. And, and, uh, and Mark, he's been, uh, what, 40 years as a bass player playing with Jimmy Thackeray and yes. Jimmy Trotlinger, yeah. or Jamie, Jamie Trotlinger, rather. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and he's, another uh, North Carolina boy, East Coast boy? Oh, yeah. Wow. Very, very Yeah, good. he's been all over the place, man. He's a, a phenomenal blues musician. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're lucky to have him. And I'm lucky to have all of the guys. I've I've said a couple of times now in interviews that I mean, if I could start the band over, yeah, um, ten years ago with this lineup yeah. and with the knowledge that I have now and the friendships that I have, I would, yeah. you know, I would totally do that. And uh, it's just something that we we kind of latched onto and we realized, oh wow, this is kind of what we've always wanted. Yeah, um, you know, me and Jeremy because he's been in the band longer than uh, any of the other guys in the lineup um, mm-hmm. at the moment. And we just knew what we had. Yeah. So we wanted to kind of just hold on the best we could and uh, put out some new music. Yeah, I love it. Well, great start uh, with that single. Talk about the single and, you know, the inspiration. And you wrote it. Are you you're, you're the primary writer or you collaborate yeah. or what's the I, um, process? I wrote it, um, and it was kind of something that started as a just a breakup song. Yeah, you know? and I, I, <laughs> I just had this uh, this uh, melody in my head, yeah. and I presented it to the guys. But then I started watching this show. It's on uh, ABC right now. It's called Alaska Daily. Okay, and it's got uh, Hillary Swank in it, and she goes to Alaska. She gets uh, sent to Alaska from New York, mm-hmm. um, kind of like uh, transferred, I guess you'd say, and. She's a reporter, and she starts reporting on uh, the missing and murdered indigenous women uh, yeah. um, cases that are just piling up. Mm-hmm. It's thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of cases. And so the case that she's working on, the main one in the show, just kind of spans over the entire season. But it just kind of really gets you in this mm-hmm. uh, mindset of uh, how serious of a problem mm-hmm. this is. And so... And really on top watching about that show just kind of yeah yeah that that show just got me thinking um, and uh, reflecting on something that I, I had already known about mm-hmm. uh, for a while um, but just reminded me of my roots and yeah. where I come from and a lot of the problems for those that indigenous that, people face that, that don't know you're a Cherokee uh, Indian yes mm-hmm. on both mom and dad's both uh, just. Just uh, mom. Mom's side. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. Well, that uh, sounds like you, that sh- uh, song needs to be pitched to that show. You know how they weave in music on. on oh, those. I wish. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> I think we would all love that. Yeah, I think, well, I think <laughs> that needs to show, happen. Man. Darn it all. We need, <laughs> we need to see if we can make that happen. <laughs> but that kind of, I was watching it with... Uh, with my wife and yeah. we were we were just really getting involved in the show. Yeah. And... Uh, just it it's so captivating and i'm like man i you know what i need to like try to dedicate this song to the relief of that in some way or just bring attention and awareness to yeah. it so that kind of spawned the new uh second narrative that we had yeah. going on with the song and uh we pitched it that way and um we really wanted to bring awareness to the issue i love it is there a cause, like a foundation, or um, or is it, you know? There's actually, so we had a couple that we were, um, well, when we when we made the song and uh, had sent it out to all the, the different stations and mm-hmm. such, we, mm-hmm. we also wanted to look into, like, which organizations, because there's some in Canada, mm-hmm. there's some in the United States, mm-hmm. and then uh, we, we've been in communication with, uh, it's called, it's a nonprofit organization, Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women USA. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, they've been 
really friendly with us yeah. and uh, helping us just kind of making sure that we have the right uh, uh, direction in front of us with yeah, the song. Sure. You know, that we're not stepping on any toes yeah. and uh, that it's just doing what it should be doing. Yeah. Um, and so they've been really, really kind and have helped Missing us a lot. and murdered indigenous people.org. Mm -hmm. And that's just, yeah, that's just one of yeah. about six that we've been working with. Wow. Uh, just telling them about the song, yeah. telling them where to get the song and how to share the song to yeah. people. And um, if... And speaking uh, of, they, they can go to, and this is new, this was new to me, but it's with okay. Koji, K-O-J-I, yes. <laughs> backslash at J.A.M to find out mm -hmm. all things about Jam, including information on, uh, on this project, this missing and murdered. Is that absolutely yeah. yeah and they can uh you go to that link you can find our music on yeah. our youtube and on our youtube is uh the new music video that we dropped the same yeah and it's with like the song. just the w and then the backslash and then k-o-j-i backslash at jam with yes. the dots in between the j and the a and the m nice oh we hope uh everybody enjoys it we hope uh yeah, the great. music video speaks for itself great. i think and uh the song hopefully is a uh, great song Something people can relate to. I love it. Well, and that's a single on a soon-to-be-released uh, project, this mm -hmm. uh, coming out. And then we're going to travel back a little bit, and the next music we're playing is uh, from your solo, solo works, right? Solo projects? Yes. And let's say, uh, if we could, Waheed, tee up Breathe, which is a, a solo work. off his album Andrew One and you can find that again Bandcamp all the usual suspects Apple iTunes and and Spotify and this and that but uh, also W uh, backslash K-O-J-I backslash at J dot uh, A dot M that's new to the last DJ <laughs> so I've learned something today <laughs> but uh, you know if you're inclined uh, go go to those go to that site and and spend the money there because you know these artists are not making any money on Apple or Spotify or anything else I mean pennies pennies not even pennies at zero 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 point three cents so that's the last DJ given his uh, saying what he wants to say let help the musicians out and then absolutely when you get a chance go see their live shows. Great song, Andrew One. And then the rest of the music we're going to play through the rest of the show is all going to be off that Andrew One album uh, that you can get in the, on those spots we just mentioned. So we are going to take a short break to uh, support a sponsor that's near and dear to my heart, 
And then because of the Foundation for Premature Infants sponsorship, we're going to come back in and we'll run the rest of our talking liner notes um, show without interruption. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Michael Litton, the last DJ host of Ride the Vibe. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The Foundation for Premature Infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision is to ensure that Premature Infants' Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely, 24 hours per day, 365 days per year, on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants, or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. I got to give a little, uh, I, I, this blew me away. I have to, to uh, toot the foundation's horn just a little bit more than that uh, ad if I could. And I guess I can because I'm the last DJ. I can say what I want. So we got an email uh, last week, uh, really totally out of the blue. And I, I don't really follow it too much, but um, there's a, in, in the, within the NFL, and I guess it's all teams that do it. You guys will have to fact check me on this, but they have a, a program where they call it My Cleats, My Cause. And I got an email from the communications person, uh, Kyle, with the Houston Texans. And he told me uh, Trevor Wallace Sims, number 73, chose the Foundation for Premature Infants to honor his daughter, Rue, who was born prematurely at Dallas Medical Center in Texas, uh, on his cleats. And he wore those cleats in the uh, game this uh, last weekend against the Cleveland Browns. So really cool uh, honor for us. Um, and again, blew me away. So Andrew, welcome back. Talk a little bit about your uh, formative years. You touched on it with your mother's influence, some of your musical influences, mm -hmm. and all things that uh, got you where you are today as the brilliant musician you are. Absolutely. I, I, uh, I don't know about the brilliant part, but uh, <laughs> I will definitely try to uh, explain. Uh, I, so I started in the church. Um, uh, yeah. I started playing uh, music in the church, and that was also yeah. by my mother's influence. <laughs> she uh, uh, was a member of the choir? Or, um... Well, she, so the worship team at the time was kind of doing like, uh, I guess you would say auditions. Okay. Um, at the church yeah. for the team. Uh, and she was like, why don't you just go over and, you know, check it out? And I'm like, I really, at the time, I was just so nervous and shy. I, I could not do anything, um, let alone professionally. Like, that was just out of, out of the dream at that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just not something I was capable, I thought, of doing. Um, so I, I went over there and thought that it was just me checking out what they were doing, just kind of looking at what they were doing yeah. and then getting an idea if I wanted to come back and actually audition. Yeah. But she had set up an audition <laughs> behind. Oh, mom, the, you yeah. devious she, one, you. <laughs> <laughs> so I get there and I'm, I'm the one auditioning. So, oh my gosh. Uh, that's how that worked. But I'm so glad that that happened because yeah. from then on, it was just, um, it was definitely something that I was. Yeah. Uh, you, you, I'm sure it must remember do, what, like. what you sing. What was your, cause oh, you weren't gosh. prepared. You uh, didn't, you didn't come in with anything prepared. <laughs> right. I mean, you're just, yeah, it was probably just some, uh, I can't remember. It was yeah. probably a Christian contemporary uh, tune. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And, uh, I, I made the team and we, yeah. uh, went on from there, but I actually started from that, a little Christian band. Uh, it was a Christian rock band yeah. uh, of me and a couple of fellas in the church mm -hmm. and we were just all in you know school together so mm -hmm. it worked out but then when they uh at the age of going to college that fell apart mm -hmm. and so then i i was um asked by the church bassist the bassist at the, the church for the team he uh was like well i have a it's a beach band mm -hmm. that i tour around for so many shows throughout the year. Why don't you come and uh, be a part of that and mm -hmm. go around the country with us? And wow. so I I did that 
toured. I actually did that through college. Mm. Um, and so, so when you uh, say beach band, playing beach music and or beach yeah. boys. Oh yeah, the oh. whole yeah. Uh, the whole uh, hold back the night kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Uh, the old uh, Motown drifters. Yeah, yeah. Type of uh, vibe, I but it was fun. Now, is that, that who kind of was that what was me. playing in your house growing up? I mean, were you listening to that stuff or? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I I was definitely born in the wrong era. <laughs> I I was raised. And when I tell people this, they're like, really? Because you're like 20 something. Right, right. (laughs) But I was raised on the music of uh, anywhere from the, even back to the 40s. I mean, I was just, I listened from the 40s through the, through the 90s. Yeah. Which 90s was my era, of course. Yeah, right. Uh, That was my. Now, when did you pick up an instrument? What was, uh, how, what was the genesis Um, of that? So, you know, this is when I was much younger. It was uh, right. probably when I was five. Yeah, I started playing drums, okay. and drums was, and still is my primary instrument. Interesting. Um, and the music minister at the church realized that um, he was like, "Hey, I know you're in the worship team, but he could he could tell that I, I had um, a beginner's experience at like piano yeah. and other instruments, but I didn't really know what I was doing." Yeah. Um, and so he he did lessons with me for about a year, and then from then on, I, I've just gone through you know uh, you know education. Yeah. Um, but so drums, what what uh, drew you to the drum? Mother again, your mother's influence or a relative? Yeah, they or? got me. Uh, I think when I was five, a drum set, and it was just oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Your mom, man, I want to meet her. She sounds like a pretty hip lady. Get a five-year-old a drum set. That's Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to post a picture when uh of I you playing the, your the of inter- you yeah. playing your set? When I share the interview. Yeah. Did it um oh. did it uh come at a Christmas? Was it one of those yes. birthdays? Yeah. Christmas. And I think probably the band truly that like started my fascination with music was probably the Bee Gees. Ah, no way. Ab- absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I used to call them when I was a kid because I didn't know yeah. really what they were saying yeah. or like <laughs> yeah. how to interpret their music. I just called them the cats because they sounded like cats when they were singing oh, high. Sing, yeah, so high. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. That's crazy. Be like, and then so who did you emulate as a drummer? Were you emulating the kind of drifter type drummers? Um, or? So... Uh, my uncle Jeff got me a vinyl okay. when I was uh, probably uh, like sixteen. Yeah, and I, I never really—I just—I loved drums. I didn't really have a particular drummer yeah. until he got me a Buddy Rich. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. And then from there, I—I I, I really have always loved the band Toto. Yeah. So sure. uh, Jeff Picard has always been my my favorite drummer, probably. Wow. Uh, but I love yeah, that's just. That was just kind of and Buddy Rich, oh where I was gosh. pulling all of these influences yeah. from uh, instrument. Yeah, was you know. Do you get back on the skins ever at your gigs, or you stay on the keys and vocals pretty much? <laughs> well, back in the Salty Dog days, we would, me and John would alternate when he oh, interesting. got quote unquote tired. Yeah. He would move it to percussion, and I yeah. would get on drums. Okay. And I would actually sing and play drums. Now, yeah. I've always loved Don Henley, too. Yeah, sure. Uh, you, you the know, ability just read my had. mind, of course. Phil Collins. Yeah, quintessential. Um, so that's what, I, that's what I did for the band. Yeah. Uh, and it really gave us the opportunity to have him on percussion, yeah. too. I love Because he was such a great percussionist, too. Yeah. Um, Very cool. So that was kind of the last band, my band, really, uh, that I played that drums played for. Drums. But um, yeah. I play still, you know, occasionally in the church yeah. um, and different things. I love it. Well, we need to hear One Life, another single of years off of Andrew One, Andrew One, which they can get at Bandcamp, the usual spots, plus uh, backslash K-O-J-I backslash at jam with two dots in there. One Life. I was hours from the perfect place, but time just never waits when everything you know gets lost or thrown away. Honestly, I'd rather be wherever I am now And ironically, it's not all of what I dreamed Cause when you 
finally see what's underneath There's more to life change and in the end just a withers away it's half of what you've always been half of what you to make go away there's no hiding from the lessons learned so learn how to be okay because when you finally see what's underneath there's more to life One Life by Andrew Salt. Thank you so much, man. That is off his Andrew One album, which you can get in the usual spots. Go out and check that out and pick that up. And Andrew, uh, I was introduced to you by the amazing Lucy Pillar. Yeah. Uh, You know, we've got the whole Kevin Bacon, Seven Degrees of Separation, but Kevin ain't got (laughs) nothing on Lucy. I I say of her, and I don't think I'm being uh, (laughs) bloviating or being hyperbole. I think uh, Lucy's like one degree or two degrees of separation of, from knowing every musician on the planet. I mean, <laughs> when you're right. when you're connected <laughs> with Paul Rogers, how you know you, you pretty much uh, uh, you know know everybody. But she's the founder of All Right Now Entertainment. So talk about uh, how you how you connected with Lucy, and then thank you, Lucy, for the introduction to Andrew. Absolutely. Um, so the. The way that I connected to her was uh, through my my buddy Keith Ah, Keith Lawson. Him and I met in uh, uh, Shelby, North Carolina, here in Cleveland County, where I'm at, and uh, we met at a at a bar that I was uh, playing at. And um, I actually uh, the night that I was there that we met, we were just hanging out, uh, the both of us doing karaoke. Ah. So he got up and did a song, and I did a song. Yeah, we were like. At the same time, we looked at each other and we were like, "You're you're in a band, aren't you?" Yeah. <laughs> we're like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he kind of took it from there and said, "Hey, you need to get in touch with this uh, yeah. lovely lady." And yeah. that's how that came about. I'll be darn. Yeah, shout out to Keith, uh, who I have had the opportunity to hang out with a couple different times. Great guy. And uh, Keith, want to have you on Ron the Vibe, man? <laughs> Don't do that karaoke stuff anymore. Come on the Vibe. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, well, Lucy, the amazing lady, and we're uh, blessed. I was blessed to have met her a couple, three years ago, and she has been a, a huge uh, contributor to Ride the Vibe. Without her, we'd uh, be a shadow of our former selves, or shadow of ourselves, I guess. Very cool. Mm. Well, let's hear us. Let's hear another song, because we're on a roll here. Uh, let's hear Strange. Well, now, before we do that, hold on. Let's talk about One Life. Talk about the genesis of that and the... Uh, what what kind of the driver behind that, if you would? I want to get sure. ahead of myself. Um, so I, it's it's actually a really beautiful story. I wrote um, the song uh, back in the summer, and I was just really happy with the direction that my life was going in. And um, uh, of course, I I I lost my brother a couple of years ago, so I'm always reflecting on that relationship mm-hmm. and remembering the times we shared. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it helps me with uh, my own walk in life. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I met my wife uh, uh, two years ago mm-hmm. and uh, met her grandfather, who was very influential for me and many other people. He mm-hmm. uh, was just this legend in his own right. He played mm-hmm. with Johnny Cash, Dotty West, oh my Dolly gosh. Parton, wow. everybody, you name it, mm-hmm. um, and country. And so just sitting with him and hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. Um, before he unfortunately, uh, he passed away earlier this year. Mm. Uh, I wrote the song um, just because I was just happy mm. uh, 
for really the first time in my life mm-hmm. in, in all areas, mm-hmm. right? And um, so I just wanted to write a song that uh, hopefully encourages people to uh, try to find that own happiness mm-hmm. um, in, in, well, in themselves. Mm-hmm. But uh, then when he unfortunately passed away, I dedicated it to him. Ah, um, wow. And the family was really uh, uh, happy with Touch. that. Uh, and, he lived a long life, Andrew, or, or was he? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he um, was just so inspirational, too. I mean, he was just this kind of musician yeah. that knew uh, everything about the business yeah. and uh, the history. Mm-hmm. And you can learn so much from just hanging out with him. Oh, so that's kind of where the, the song came about. I, I yeah. had wrote the song, but then didn't really know how to uh advertise it or really yeah. even uh announce that i had written mm-hmm. it you know mm-hmm. and i uh i just took it upon myself after he passed to yeah. just dedicate it to him and uh, he it. was a really really great guy oh, i love that and did you ever get an opportunity to play with them uh, share the stage or um just in just in the house yeah. you know just yeah. around the house yeah. and it was really really cool yeah um because he hadn't really he was so humble he was so mm-hmm. modest and he didn't really ever want to play for people really and didn't want people to ever think of him the way that i just talked about yeah right you know, uh, right touring with johnny he, cash that's um that's yeah, heavyweight he just, stuff right there <laughs> and it, it's just unbelievable because i mean like i know that uh the family of dotty like they sent him mail wow. uh, to get well soon mm-hmm. uh right before he passed and just seeing him in his own element when he performed, he actually performed right before he got really sick mm-hmm. um, for like this get together that the family did. Mm-hmm. And so I got to see him and finally saw him in his element. He actually saw me perform. Wow. Uh, Jade, my wife, uh, uh, her family owns a, actually also side note here, the mm-hmm. way that her and I met. Yeah. Um, was at this bar that they own here in town. Okay. And so I actually and played what there bar is it? Go ahead. Give a, sh- give a shout out yeah. to the bar. Uh, the Vintage Dog okay. in Bowling oh, Springs. Dog, look at that. Vintage Dog. You got the dog theme going. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I really wanted to. And we, we did, uh, about a year ago, we did the uh, Salty Dog. And we took Salty Dog there. To the Vintage we, Dog. So the Salty yeah. Dog at the Vintage <laughs> Dog. That's a lot of dogs. Man. Right. When you got, did you play a but three was, dog night song? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting carried away now. <laughs> and where's the vintage dog? Where, what uh, city? Um, Bullen Springs, North Carolina. Okay, Bullen, yeah. Yep. Cool. And he came out and saw saw me play, oh, and it was, in my opinion, the worst I've ever sounded oh. because I was so nervous. But oh, he said because he was, was in the audience, so, you were nervous. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like he was, but yeah. he he was the kind of guy. He was like, man, why are you nervous? <laughs> what instrument was he an in- to- he put instrument or he went backup vocals what was um his? guitarist oh, he's yeah a guitarist. and he also man i never got to hear it but jade says that he was a, a phenomenal fiddle player oh uh, wow and that he could give uh charlie daniels a no way yeah they were friends too yeah and uh interesting it was just mind-blowing his talent man well, but in the bands he when he would be with cash or you know, he was mostly guitarist, or did he do fiddle too? With drums? absolutely, yeah, he did. He did all of yeah. anything that you needed. He did it. Wow! So check if his he, name. If say he didn't say know how name. to play it. He would learn it. Say his name so people could check him out. Buster Kendrick. Buster Kind. Buster Kendrick. I love it. Well, that's yep. see, that's what I love about an audio liner. You don't get any of this nowadays. Andrew, right? You know when right. you go to and there's so much history. Yeah, and you lose to it. each song. Yeah, we've lost it all. I mean, I back in the day, you could open up those liner notes and you'd find out that Buster had played here or work, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, that's what we try to do with the vibe is at least give some people an opportunity to go out and Absolutely. check the history. Absolutely, man, and it it just speaks to me how music works, you yeah. know, and how someone like him. Um, even after they're gone, you know, they're still touching people's lives. Absolutely. Well, so. and you gotta, you gotta go back, right? I mean, then the roots to see where, you know, he came from and then where did cash come from? And then he back further and, right. you know, trace it all back. Cause it's not, I mean, without the history, we're nothing. Well, let's hear a little strange, which is another 
song okay. off your Andrew one. And uh, we'll play just a couple minutes, y'all, because we want you to go out and buy this stuff and then get ready to go see Andrew with his new band, Jam, when they're at the Vintage Dog in Bowling, North Carolina, or somewhere else uh, around town. And we'll get to that uh, upcoming gigs for uh, the band when we come back from Strange. conversation with Andrew Saltz playing some killer music off his solo album, but we kicked off the top of the show with Lights Out, which is a debut single from the new band that Andrew's formed called Jam, J.A.M. Love that song, Andrew. Talk about uh, that song and the Genesis and, and all things strange. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Uh, that song was just kind of something odd. I came up with uh, on the fly. I just, <laughs> it was just one of those tunes. Uh, I guess uh, musicians would call them filler tunes. It's a great that filler song. tune. What, what's your <laughs> process? What, are you a morning guy? Do you do uh, inspiration uh, comes from any time? It's very random. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I could be in the car. I could be um, just driving down the road yeah. or just in in the store or just any, anywhere, anytime something can come to me. And then what and, are you captured uh, on uh, your phone? Or yeah. yeah. So I, I have like the voice memo app. Yeah. And I'll just record me singing in the store or something. Yeah. <laughs> just People are going, this time. guy, this guy is strange. Yeah. Oh, good title. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I love it. That's cool. <laughs> well, talk talk about being signed with Spirit World uh, Records in Pulaska, New York, and then also want you to touch on uh, being a first time Native American Music Award nominee and how that what what that felt like for you. Both those things, I want to I want to get to. sure. Um, so the, these are kind of just things that when I, like literally I I well Spirit Ones is cool. It's a it's a great. Uh, group of folks and um yeah i'm uh, good friends with a few of the the members um there's actually some other members here in uh, north carolina okay. um that i'm that i know of and we're all good friends mm -hmm. um but like with the <laughs> with the any nomination yeah. that i've ever had or any award yeah i've, I've always just kind of found out after the fact ah okay. believe it or not <laughs> really <laughs> i'll like i'll like I'll send my music out or, uh, you know, whatever, and I'll try to get it out in front of people. And yeah. then when I actually get responded to it, it's, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't expect uh, that I to happen. And I, and I didn't. And it was, yeah. uh, uh, 
a blessing for sure. Yeah. So unexpected, they came to you and said, "Hey, you're the first, you're a, a nominee for uh, this Native American Music Award." Why? Well, I have to tell you, one of my all-time favorites, kind of like top five Desert Island thing, you know, is uh -huh. uh, "Song for Native Americans" by Robbie Robertson. I mean, that I don't know. Oh if yeah, you know it, but I just absolutely. Uh, if you folks haven't heard that, do yourself a favor and, cool. and listen to it. Song Song for Native Americans by Robbie Robertson of the band in case man there's so there's so many didn't make that great clear. indigenous artists that i've that i've just learned about or that i've heard of since uh my buddy uh larry k he's on a station up in uh, florida it's yeah. like an indigenous music station okay. it's all indigenous artists yeah and they uh they play some really good artists and I, i've just i've i guess Lived under a rock, I guess. I, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know I whether love... Robbie's, uh, uh, you know, an indigenous person <laughs> out of Canada, but, you know, certainly uh -huh. he had, I mean, it's, it's an incredible tribute to Native American. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and, and the music, it's just unbelievable. There's just so much great music coming out that a lot of people don't know about. Right, uh, exactly. Whether it's indigenous or not. I mean, yeah. Um, one of my uh, favorite bands probably ever yeah. is Collective Soul. Oh, and, you know, gotcha. you know, based out of Atlanta. Yeah. And they still come out with amazing music and uh i don't know if it's perceived as as much as their older music but yeah. i've i've noticed even like older bands they when they release songs now um you know some bands are still trying to just kind of like cash in you know yeah but some bands aren't i mean they're really still creating some great stuff yeah and uh so i guess um just the inspiration from these bands and then uh even with the the recognition I've gotten, I mean, is is great, but I I just do it for the song, yeah. you know. I love a great song, yeah. and uh, that's inspiring in and of itself. So very cool. Well, let's hear today. Speaking of a great song, let's hear today, Wahid. If we can. DJ playing what he wants to play, and in this case, playing some great music from Andrew Saltz off of Andrew One, his solo work. But at the top of the show, we played Lights Out, which is the debut single from his new band, Jam, J.A.M. So talk about uh, today, and then also uh, Jam. Talk about J.A.M. Is that as in Jam Band or Jam the Jam? What? <laughs> give me the, give me the right. details, Andrew. Spill the beans. Uh, jam is, so we were trying to figure out a name and we were like, you know, it's time to retire the salty dog name yeah. and see what we can do here with uh, this new lineup. And so we were looking at different names to use and I'm like, man, what is, 
what is the possibility here? And so I looked at everybody's initials. And if uh, you look at uh, everybody's names, you can fit, yeah. um, you know, like Austin yeah. is A, Andrew's A, a yeah. uh, Jeremy's J, yeah. and then it, Mark is M. M. So we yeah. we can fit it all into Jim. Okay. And so we just did that. And I love the... I love the name. Yeah. Um, it just has like this, uh, believe it or not, like indigenous people love jam, like oh, real jam like and jellies and yeah. different things like that. So we actually sell at our shows. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in all seriousness. Yeah. We sell our uh, own uh, homemade jam. No way. <laughs> yeah. Who makes it? And, Jay? Uh, is Jade making it or is it? You're... We, yeah, we do it. At, we do it here and we just put, she actually also makes candles and different things uh-huh. on the side. She has her own business. Yeah. So she yeah. does all the labeling and all the different. Yeah. Uh, and what, uh, we got to give like a shout that. out to her business, man. We're all about promoting stuff. What's her business? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's tiny Taurus shop. Tiny Taurus? Tor- Tor- yep. Like a like a Taurus, oh, and uh, Taurus. she uh, she does candles, yeah. uh, crafts, yeah. uh, sun catchers, um, uh, jewelry, all all the all the works. I love it. And then what what uh, what's the genesis of Tiny Taurus? Tar- 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 <laughs> she, I think she just wanted to. Uh, she loved all the events that I was going to, yeah. and uh, I think she just wanted to get some recognition for some 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 stuff that. Yeah. Uh, she had ideas for, yeah. and um, so she started this. Is she a Taurus? Is that her yeah. astrolog? Oh, I got okay. Yes, and is she um, tiny? I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> and uh, so she. Because uh, Taurus, you think of Taurus, the right, the bull is big, so big, but she's a tiny Taurus. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Okay, very cool. Well, Jade, we got to chat, and she's got uh, the jam on there too. We can get some jam from her. Yeah, I love it. Very good. Well, all right, y'all. You got to go to Tiny Taurus. You got to go to W backslash K-O-J-I at jam and uh, get some music. And then you can have jam. You can have music. You can, oh, it's, it's a beautiful. What could be better? You'd be, <laughs> you'd, you'd be living one life. Well, we're almost out of time. It's just flying by. Uh, but I want to be remiss if I didn't uh, fit in when I'm down. So let's hear a little when I'm down. And then we'll come back and Andrew can kind of wrap the show up for us. the vibe with Michael Litton. We are just wrapping up a killer show with Andrew Saltz, the lead singer and the the kind of the spiritual leader of the band Jam, J-A-M. Andrew, you have the floor. Wrap us up. Tell us future gigs, where they can find your stuff, all, everything. Absolutely, man. Uh, so check us out at withkoji.com slash at J-A-M yep. and uh, music everywhere out out now yep. uh, by Jam and myself. Yep. And uh, we got an EP coming nice. uh, next year. 
Okay. And uh, side note too, yeah. I, I, we, we haven't chatted about this. Yeah. Uh, at, at some point, I, I think probably uh, by, by the end of the year, of course, before Christmas, yeah. um, I, I'm going to be dropping, so I'm dropping one song on the 12th um, and then uh, one song probably on uh, Christmas Eve. But oh, it's nice. just two, yeah. two little Christmas songs that I've recorded in my spare time. Yeah. And then uh, the band, uh, it's kind of the first time we're announcing this, but the next song that we're going to be working on, we have all the songs ready for the EP. Yeah. We're just kind of uh, releasing one at a time sure. as singles. Sure. But the next one we're going to release is the, the Christmas song oh, that is it. on the album. Very it's the cool. bonus track on the actual oh, nice. EP. But, uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. It. So we got some stuff coming out very soon. Very and cool. uh, just wanted to let everybody know that. And uh, we wow. got uh, lots of gigs coming up, New Year's show coming up. and uh, Good. And they can find all that out on that uh, Koji yes. uh, site. Well, I love it. It's just been a gas. Time has flown by. Killer music. And uh, would love if you've enjoyed it as much as we have. Love uh, when you get the EP out to have you come back on and feature the EP. Absolutely, man. And thank you so much for oh, having it's a gas, me. Man. You guys and, and Jade, we, we're so going to be looking for Tiny Taurus and we're going to be looking for Buster, Buster Kindred stuff, a uh, little history there. <laughs> we are out of here. Michael Litton, the last DJ host of Ride the Vibe. Bye bye. Oh, oh.